Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hormone Helper Podcast. I'm Coach Andrew, your Hormone Helper from Fit for All Fitness. I personally coach over 1,600 men and women to help better understand their hormones so they can lose weight and get their metabolism back on track. With this podcast, you're going to hear from me and my special guests about everything from metabolism to thyroid to weight loss. And we even talk a little bit of sexy time as we chat to spread more knowledge thick like butter on your hormones. If you're ready to learn, I'm ready to share. So let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to an episode of the podcast. And uh, this episode, we are going to talk and really expand all about gratitude, about being grateful to yourself, uh, about celebrating the things that you've accomplished and about recognizing the things that you go through uh, so that way you can actually be happy and excited and move forward with certain things of your life. Uh, I bring up gratitude today because I just came off the call with a, uh, with a client who we had an incredibly powerful conversation where basically we were trying to make changes with food. And for some reason in his life, he was like, you know what? I just, I keep on sidelining this. It's really hard for me to make food a priority and I can't understand why food is a is is not on my radar. It's not something that I'm focusing on. And the big reason why he brought this up is because he had a couple of emergencies at work that he had to do and he backburnered it one more time and he was like super frustrated with himself in that moment. He's like, "Why? Why did I backburner this? Because I know it's something I'm actively working on and it it doesn't make me feel good when I don't eat." So Upon having this conversation, we talked about a lot about food and coping mechanisms. Um, I'll bring this up before we talk about the gratitude piece. Coping mechanisms are really big indicators in your life as to where you are not getting something for your soul or for your emotions. A lot of times when we're working on something, whether it's a business, a relationship, we're working on our health, we develop patterns to help us reduce stress. So that way in the moment we can deal with whatever the struggle is. That is effectively what a coping mechanism is. Some coping mechanisms are good. Some coping mechanisms are bad. And you can always change the way that you cope with something. And even the word coping, it's the way that you're dealing with something. Coping is not bad. You can change things all the time, okay? So as a coach, I see really, really common coping mechanisms, and the majority of the people that I work with have a high level of stress. So the way that they tend to cope is they tend to cope by doing things like um, they're eating or they're going out to dinner a lot or they're uh, using a lot of treats. They tend to cope by over-exercising, doing a bucket ton of workouts and just like almost like trying to work out the stress from their body, okay? Or they might just have like a lot of conversations with teams or a lot of conversations with friends, with colleagues. The way that people tend to cope is they will do things that make them feel good in the moment to replace the way that they feel for the other thing that's making them stressed. So a lot of times when you're working on your health goal, it takes time for you to be able to change your metabolism, for you to lose weight, for you to better your digestion, for you to um, start increasing like your nutrient intake. That type of stuff takes time. And in that, 
there's a lot of changes up front that you're going to have to make that you're probably not going to see a benefit from the same day. So for example, starting to make healthier choices and eating healthier foods, you're not going to see a significant change within one or two days. It's going to take weeks for you to start to improve. Then the next thing is going to be your sleep. You're going to have to start going to bed at, at nine o'clock and waking up at six and having kind of that, that eight hours every single day. The first two or three days, you're probably not going to feel a difference. And in that, it means that you're putting a lot of work, but in putting a lot of work, you start to have almost an internal dialogue. And the dialogue looks like this for most people. It's like, hey, I'm doing all this work. Haven't seen anything yet. Am I doing the right things? I'm feeling super frustrated. I should probably see something. I'm not sure. I'm uncertain. This is overwhelming. And it's a normal dialogue. It's a dialogue of your body trying to process whatever emotions you're going through. Now, here is where I bring the coping mechanism and then where I talk about the gratitude piece. From a coping perspective, we are always looking to do things that make us feel good. That's the way we operate as human beings. So if we do things like eat food or stress eat or have a lot of snacks or feel like we have to reward ourselves with dinner all the time, what we're doing is we're using food to get the hit of dopamine because when we eat, we get a signal of ghrelin in, in our stomach and leptin that signals the hunger and fullness. And then once we get fullness, we get a small hit of dopamine just as the signal of like, hey, you're full. When we eat and we eat to kind of compensate for that stress or for that overwhelm, we get the, the hit of feeling good and then we become used to feeling good. And this is where a bad coping mechanism starts to come into place, where we start to then stress eat or we start to overeat because we want more dopamine so we can feel better. Now, food isn't the only coping mechanism. Let's look at workouts. Over-exercising or running yourself until your knees hurt, when it comes to the endorphins that are released from activity, when we work out, we release feel-good endorphins. We release endorphins that basically bring oxygen throughout the body that help flood the, the brain with chemicals. So like there is a release and again, a hit of dopamine. So if you exercise a little bit, you feel good. If you start over-exercising, this is where now you're chasing the dopamine hit. This is where a lot of the clients that I work with, they're like, Andrew, like I got to do something about this. Hence why we're working together where they're like, I'm exercising two and a half hours every day and I no longer feel good. I don't feel excited about doing the exercise. I don't feel good after the exercise. I don't feel good while I'm doing it. And that's because it's become a coping mechanism now. They no longer get the hit of dopamine that they need, and there needs to be something more. Now, unlike health stuff that can be used as a coping mechanism, there are a lot of things in your life that we tend to do as a coping as well. So one of the things that I've been guilty of forever is nail biting. I've been a nail biter my whole life. And I've tried and there have been weeks where I've stopped and stuff like that. My coping mechanism is definitely to bite nails and to pick at my body. I've done it forever. I recognize it. I see it. It's something that I'm actively working towards. But whenever I have times where I'm thinking, times where I'm trying to process a bunch of different things and I'm pacing a room, I've got a finger in my mouth. <laughs> okay, that sounds terrible. Not like that, but... <laughs> 
Yeah, that sounds even worse now. But you know what I mean, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm biting my nails. I'm chewing my cuticles. I'm doing something because my mind is trying to close the loop. So whenever we experience stress or whenever we have a situation that overwhelms us in the moment, what happens is the body goes, you feel like you're in danger right now. So I'm going to run a scenario in your head where we can attempt to close out the danger to get you an end result or clarity so we can stop the stressful situation. Typically, 90% of the time, you think about it, you process an emotion, and you close the loop. You move on with the day. But the majority of stress now doesn't leave. Like running a business, sorry, your business is not going to leave. You're going to wake up. It's going to be there tomorrow. Being in a relationship, your partner doesn't leave, right? Like you're, if your relationship is stressful or if you're having challenges, you're going to wake up and the stress reappears. So reoccurring loops of stress, reoccurring loops of overwhelm that are left unchecked, then start to spiral where we start then searching for internal ways or external ways to process that stress. Now, here's the big thing. When it comes to stress, your hormone cortisol, it really has two things that it does. It can either fight the stress fight the thing, fight the person, it's fight or flight. It can run from the stress, run from the thing in your life, run from the thing that you're trying to, to accomplish. Either way, fight or flight is one of the fundamental tools that we use to process stress. So let me pose a question to everyone. And it's a question that's so, so real. And everybody feels this way. What happens if you can't fight the thing that you're trying to work towards, but you also can't run from it because it keeps appearing in your life? That's the thing. That's the key right there. This is where gratitude comes into play. Because if we cannot run from something, if life keeps bringing the same challenge in front of us, the same weight issues, the same thyroid struggles, the same business struggles, the same relationship challenges, the same you know hard conversations keep coming up over and over again. If it keeps being brought to you, it's because there is something you're actively avoiding there and you need to deal with it. The loop is not closed. So what does this have to do with gratitude? Gratitude, appreciation, self-reflection, and gratefulness is the key to closing stressful loops. It's the key to breaking poor coping mechanisms and bad coping patterns. Because gratitude and being grateful for something and showing appreciation is the manual override to make us feel dopamine and make us feel good. So... As an example of this, for the next week, every single day, wake up and name 10 things that you're grateful for. What you're going to find the first two days, you're naming BS stuff. I'm grateful for my car, my laptop, whatever. But then as you continue to go through those days, you're going to start to say, I'm grateful for my partner. I'm grateful for the fact that we can have conversations. And although sometimes they're tough, I'm learning, I'm growing. I'm grateful for the sunlight and the fact that um, I have the ability to walk because some people can't even walk outside because the weather's terrible. And as you start to show appreciation, our body then connects feeling good with 
what we're thinking about. So we can actually harness our own dopamine. We can actually harness our own hormones to make us feel good in the moment. This is how monks do it. This is how Buddhists do it. They think like the whole aspect of thinking positively is not BS. It's not something that's just your, I'm going to manifest and will myself into being positive. No, it's about showing gratitude and showing appreciation for the struggles and the challenges. Now, once you share your gratitude and once you say to yourself, I am grateful for the fact that I'm struggling in my business right now because it's helping me grow. I'm grateful for the fact that, you know, these last 10 pounds have been really hard because I've been learning a lot with nutrition. Once you recognize the thing that you are grateful for, then the biggest thing is you learn acceptance for the challenge. So you start to then look for the opportunity. Gratitude and gratefulness is what brings opportunities or the opening to take the next step. This is where now you get to look at that coping mechanism. You can say, what am I doing to cope with this right now? And then you have the option to change it. By changing your coping mechanism, it's not stop what you're doing. Like if you're, uh, you know, exercising, you're like, all right, my coping mechanism is activity. I'm going to stop it. No, what you want to do is you want to wind activity back down to the thing that's going to just be stable and consistent for you, where it felt good in the past, and then introduce something else. Introduce the thing that is going to make you feel good. Now, a lot of the times, what makes us truly grateful for something is showing the appreciation, not just for the struggle, but appreciate for the success. And this is the biggest part. This is what I shared with my client. When was the last time you ever said how grateful you were for the business that you built and shared appreciation for everything that you've succeeded? And he's like, never. I've never told myself that. It was always, what's the next goal? What's the next step? What's the next process? Take me to the next course. Let me do the next thing. Let me get the next client. Let me move on to the next conversation. If we never recognize the things that we do right, if we never show appreciation for the things that bring us joy, if we never talk about how grateful we are for the people in our lives, we will never be happy with anything that we're doing. A coping mechanism only exists when you are not happy with something. So if you are happy, but you're still having challenges, you won't need to cope. We can talk all day about another thing that you have to do, another action that you have to put into your life, another step that you have to take. We can talk all day about the coping mechanism that you're looking at right now that's probably not serving you anymore. Yes, those things are important. But truthfully, why even look at the struggle of just struggled action? Why even look at just doing another thing or putting something else into your life, why don't we actually look to bring more joy into your life as it is right now? And this is where the real conversation starts. If I were to literally ask you right now, if nothing were to change in your life moving forward forever, as you were now is as you will always be, would you be content? 
Would you be happy with what you have? Would you be happy with where you are? Would you be happy with who you are? Would you be happy physically? Would you be content? If we are not content with where we are right now, and we cannot show appreciation of how far we have come, we will always have to cope with something because we are always feeling not enough. We are always feeling a sense of lack, always feeling a level of frustration, always feeling a level of impatience with our goals. You need to practice gratitude. The most successful people out there, the people who are incredibly healthy, who are incredibly happy, who seem to be able to kind of make everything work in life, they show gratitude and appreciation every day. They show gratitude and appreciation to other people by investing in them, by working with them, by taking them to places or or taking them out to dinner. They show gratitude that way, but they also show gratitude to themselves where they have like good, long conversations with themselves saying how proud they are. Like when was the last time you said, I'm so proud of me. I'm so grateful that I'm here. I'm so happy about how far that I've come. I truly appreciate the man or the woman that I have grown into. If you can't be grateful for where you are right now, there will always be something to cope with. Gratitude is one of the most powerful tools. So back to my client for a second, when he was like, I've never celebrated myself ever. I said, great. Before you go and add one more thing into what to do with your food, you know the coping mechanism. Coping mechanism was easy. Your coping mechanism was connected. You stress eat. Simple. So now, instead of having the eating for the reward, instead of having the eating for stress, here's what we're going to do. Very simple. Every single day, you're going to wake up and you're going to name 10 things that you're grateful for. And at the end of the day, you're going to name what you appreciated that you learned through the day. And it's crazy to me. No one has taught us this. No one... Very few teachers have you practiced this, but the act of learning every day is the biggest gift that we have. And if we have no challenges, we have no learning. And if we have no learning, we have no development. And if we have no development, we have no growth. So sure, we can always look at the next action or task to do, but let's actually figure out what the hell we're doing and be grateful for why we're doing it. That's what I wanted to share on this podcast episode today, because when I'm working with clients, I see, you know, there, there are people who kind of come to me at two stages. The first stage, they're like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the coping. I'm done with struggled action. I'm done with trying to figure out diets to see if that they're going to work for me. And I'm, I want to just learn sustainability. And then there's the second person who's like, I've been coping all my life. I know all the steps. I know how to exercise. I know how to eat clean. I'm doing it all wrong. Not because I'm doing those steps wrong, but because I'm doing too much. I'm exercising three hours every day. I'm measuring every almond that comes on my plate with like a cup and then I'm putting it on a scale and I'm deducting the numbers because I'm just obsessed 
because I want that hit of dopamine just one more time. We always want to separate our dopamine, not just from a physical standpoint, where in separating the dopamine, we can recognize what makes us physically feel good, but we also need to separate uh, uh, separate it from what mentally and emotionally will make us feel good. So long story, but short steps from this podcast is really about looking at your gratitude. Start practicing gratitude here moving forward. And don't be like, oh, there's nothing I'm grateful for. No, that's not true. There's tons of stuff that you're grateful for. I know it. It's just a matter of putting and shining a light on it. You would be so surprised once you actually put the spotlight on your goals, on your dreams, on the things that you have in life that nobody else has. Then you're like, holy shit, I got way, like I have a huge appreciation for where I am right now. Like I'll share with you personally, like my relationship with my wife is phenomenal. She is the number one thing that I'm grateful for every single day. And you know what? Like I see so many opportunities throughout the day where I'm like, oh man, I'm so, I'm so grateful that I have my wife. And it's not just in other people's relationships, but it's also in people who don't have relationships who say, I, I don't have anybody. I don't feel, you know, happy. I feel alone. And I'm like, I've been grateful every day that I have my wife. That's just one thing, but it's, it's about being grateful for the really, really small things because you can control your thoughts and you can control how you feel by control. I don't mean manipulate. You don't have to force how you feel, but you can feel good every single day. And when you do that, whether or not something takes time to work, or maybe you try something and it doesn't work, so you have to make changes, you're then making those changes and adjustments coming from a place of fulfillment, coming from a place of being inspired, not coming from a place of frustration and lack. So practice your gratitude. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Well, it seems I'm all out of info juice for today. That's all for this episode. And thank you so much for listening. Please leave a raving review for me if you've learned something good and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you're in the mood for some more great content and tools to get your hormones on track, why not check out our free Facebook group and the blog on our site? We do amazing weekly trainings in our group that me and my wife call Tea and Teachings that give good tips for anything hormones and metabolism related. It's also a great community where you get to share your goals and success with like-minded people just like you. I'll make sure to drop both the Facebook group link and the blog link in the show notes for you. Or if you're ambitious like me, the name of the group is Weight Loss and Balanced Hormones. Uh, It'll say fit for all beside it with a picture of me. So come and join us and have more fun.